time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Thanks for joining us this week on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt with you alongside registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, Glenn Mosseller. Glenn, of course, you can reach him at 336-291-3535 or Greensboro Retirement. Dot com. Glenn, thanks for being here this week. I hope you're doing great. I am, Walter. I hope you are. Fantastic. And we've got another great topic to share with everyone today. 401ks on the docket for today. A lot of people have 401ks through uh, through work. And I guess, is it safe to assume, before we even kind of jump into the meat and potatoes of 401ks here, that we can lump a similar retirement accounts into this grouping, you know, the 403Bs and TSPs? Can, for the purposes of this discussion, at least, can we group them all together? And how similar are these different accounts? Well, Walter, they can be very similar. There are some differences, but in, in general terms, in terms of planning when you're working and saving, they work very much the same in that the the money that you're putting in there is pre-tax dollars. So in essence, what ends up happening is is that that money doesn't get taxed, and the and what it makes doesn't get taxed until you actually take it out. You know later down the line. You know when you're in your retirement years. So you know all, all those accounts they're what we would call tax deferred. Okay, tax deferred accounts. So we're kind of grouping these together for the purposes of this discussion. We know a lot of you have these kinds of accounts maybe in your portfolio currently. Some people say that you should contribute no more than what your company is willing to match into your 401k, while others say you should max it out if at all possible. How do you typically advise people? Well, Walter, that's a tricky question because it all depends on the on their particular situation. You know, and really one of the one of the key questions is going to be, you know, how much resource do they have to bring to their retirement years? Are both people in the couple working? Um, are both are both for retirement? Is one uh, working mostly in the home and one outside the home? And uh, you know, are there pensions involved? Because really, what we're talking about when we have a tax deferred account is ultimately what it, you know how much do we get to keep once once the money comes out and it goes through the tax filter and we decide we determine how much of that money ends up going to Uncle Sam and how much stays at home and really you know for some folks you know the the idea of putting a little bit more in beyond the, the match or even maxing it out sometimes that can make great sense and and on the other hand there are times when when other folks have you know have pensions and, and other and other income that um, that causes the situation where they might have more taxes than what they would have really bargained for and they and they didn't really realize the fact that that you know when you start adding more and more taxable income together and suddenly Uncle Sam's getting a bigger chunk. So it just really depends on how their finances are structured and, and how they're moving towards retirement. And those are things that we can address, you know, early on, you know, you know in the process if, if you know, as, as folks are younger. But as we get closer to retirement, the cake is kind of baked a little bit. But at the same time, if we have a few years left, we can we can make adjustments to uh, to really, you know, make make it a little bit more efficient as, as they determine how and when they're going to retire. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what are some of the major mistakes that you see people making with their 401k or 403b and the like? Well, I mean, I think what we were just talking about is is determining how much money are, are, are you putting into that type of an account. 
you know, and, and are you, are you just doing what the, um, you know, what the, everybody at work is doing and say, Hey, you know, I'm putting in X and the other person says, well, I'm putting in Y and you know, well, are you comparing yourself to the other person? And really your situation might be totally different than that. And really what you want to do is determine, well, you know, how are you going to draw retirement income? And is that retirement income going to be subject to taxation or, or not? Or, or what sources will be and what sources won't be? Or what, you know, in, in, the, in the case of Social Security, like I say, almost everybody is going to be in a case where they're going to take Social Security at some point. Social Security is not inherently taxable, but it can become taxable based on other income. So we have to really, in order to answer that question as to, you know, what's a mistake and what's not, as to how much you put in, is really, you know, what are the other sources of your retirement income? And, you know, is it, are they taxable or are they not taxable? And that's, that's the key question. Yeah, it's important to remember that. What are the biggest disadvantages of a 401k? What would be the knock on these kinds of plans? Well, you know, typically what ends up happening is is that, you know, you, you have a plan that, that you, you know, you, you have it through work and typically they're going to give you a menu of options as to what you can choose to put your money into. And a lot of times those are pretty limited in terms of the, your, your choices and options and, and how you can structure your, you know, your portfolio. And, you know, it, it's sometimes nicer if you have what we call an IRA or an individual retirement account those accounts, you know, have more options. You know, you can basically look across the spectrum of what's in the marketplace. And there are situations where, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you certainly you certainly want to try to take advantage of, of the of the match when you can get that. But if you ended up changing jobs and, and, and move somewhere else, a lot of times you can you can take what, what's left of your um, 401k from an old job and roll it over into an IRA and give yourself the benefit of having an IRA as well as having a 401k and getting the matching on your new 401k, but getting the options with an IRA of of, uh, of more diverse um, places to place your money. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to remember as we're having this discussion about 401ks and 403bs and these kinds of employer-sponsored plans, these tax-deferred kinds of things, that there are downsides. Uh, there are things that you, know, you might not be able to take advantage of or some things that would be outside the plan that you're not able to do inside of it. And that you just got to keep that perspective, I suppose. If somebody wants to roll money out of their 401k to, let's say, an IRA, as an example, Glenn, you hear that term rollover, I think, from time to time. Is that usually possible, or is it uh, even something that you would recommend that people do? Well, again, it depends on the situation. Um, typically, they're going to be able to do that if they have separation of service and they leave an old job. Typically, their their 401k at that point in time can be rolled over. When they're at their current job, normally the situation is is that they, if they're at 59 and a half or older, they can potentially roll that over depending upon the rules of, the, of their uh, employer-sponsored um, plan. But um, and that can sometimes be a very good option because, like I say, you know, you have more options if you roll over into an IRA than you do um, typically in, in most 401k type plans or you know 403bs because they have a very limited menu of what you get to choose from. Whereas with an IRA, you have you have a you know much more wide variety of of choices. 
so Glenn, you've given us a lot to consider, and I know that you know a lot of people have questions about their current 401k, and then there's a whole other segment of the population that maybe has an old 401k, a 401k that was left with a past employer that they haven't really done anything to yet. If somebody has questions about what exactly they should be doing, where they're missing out, what particular disadvantages they're facing with their current investment account, how they might be able to take advantage of some other opportunities, what's the best way for them to start going down that road of, of figuring it all out. Well, the first thing to do is determine if you've got an old 401k at a job that you've left, certainly you want to at least consider the possibility of, of rolling that over and into an IRA simply just because you, you can give yourself more choices with, with that amount, you know, with the money that's in that account. The other thing is, is as you're looking at retirement, how far away are you from retirement? You know, are you 59 and a half or beyond? And if you are at that point in time, you might be able to consider, you know, an in-service distribution or an in-service rollover. And those sometimes can be very good options because they give you more opportunities as to what to do. And, uh, you know, as you're approaching retirement and you can start to position your, your assets the way that you want them to be as you begin to you know, start into retirement. But again, there, it all depends on your particular scenario and your situation. But the key things are, have you left something behind in an old job, in which case you want to be proactive and you want to take that, take that account and, uh, and, and have it work to your best advantage. And when I say that, you want to be careful, though, because it's, you know, it is tax deferred. So if you take it as a distribution and you take that money, then you're going to end up, you know, losing your tax deferred status. So you always want to make sure that you are talking to your tax advisor or your advisor and making sure that, that you're doing the, the rollover properly. You don't want to take something out and then suddenly find out on April 15th of the following year. It's like, oh, my goodness, what did I do? And I'm Got all this big tax bill to pay, and 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 I and I lost you know some of these assets that I was that I was hoping to have for retirement years. So if you want to get in touch with Glenn and go down that road, have that conversation about what you might be able to do better than your current four hundred one k or four hundred three b type setup, get in touch with him. Call three three six two nine one thirty five thirty five. Just have a conversation about what might be uh, better to improve, where you might have more opportunities. 336-291-3535. Again, that number to call. Or go to greensbororetirement.com. All the information you need is on the web as well. And you can get in touch with the team that way. Greensbororetirement.com. Glenn is a registered financial consultant, the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, based in Greensboro with an office on Muir's Chapel Road. Give him a call at 336-291-3535. And thanks so much for tuning in to this edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 